0: And it trip off the floor, man. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You supposed to be up cooking breakfast with somebody. That's like an alarm clock.
1: Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts Podcast. I'm Evan Roberts joined alongside Thomas Dick, and we got our good friend Tyler Pig back for the third straight week. He's batting a thousand uh being on the loose lug nuts podcast. Still no sign of Luke Killing. Uh, maybe we'll get him on uh, after the basketball season. Oh, well, you were supposed to get a special guest for this one too. Yeah, I, I dropped the ball. Sorry, Brandon. I know you're listening. We'll get him <laughs> for the recap
2: after Chris Buescher wins a duel or something.
1: Yeah, there we go. Or the race.
2: Well, that's we, like uh, a-
1: if he if he wins if he wins we need a drunk Brandon Lee on the show. Emergency pod. <laughs> yeah. Uh well, let's get into it, boys and girls. It is. Daytona 500 week, the Super Bowl of NASCAR, the real Super Bowl, some would say. Uh, Before we get into all three races in Daytona, we'll give you some news around NASCAR. Uh, Sports Business Journal is reporting that NASCAR is considering a race in the New York City region. They've apparently already did some site visits, but haven't disclosed a specific possible venue. MetLife Stadium is a potential option. Uh, Hopefully, this means it's not another uh, quarter of a mile track, um, or maybe they'll do something around the stadium like they do in Miami, uh, or it could just be a street race, maybe through Times Square. Yeah, I, okay, have they seen the streets in New York City?
3: They're renowned for potholes and stuff, so I just, I don't know. I, they keep doing this stuff and it makes me scratch
1: my head, but. It'd be fun to do a street race and a car just drills like a giant rat. And then that car's now out of the race for hitting a rat. Yeah.
2: Well, and the other thing too, about a street race in New York, all the square, all the streets are in blocks. At least Chicago, there's like some winds and curbs. I don't know where you would do it actually. Unless,
3: yeah. Unless you went around the perimeter. Unless
2: you like got on FDR East and just hooked back yeah. around by the Hudson. I, I I don't know. Like I don't know how you do it. I I think they're, the MetLife potential thing is interesting, but it's only going to be a quarter of a mile if they try to do it. Right.
3: Well, like, like I said, in Miami, they, the formula one race, it's at the football stadium, but it's like, around the parking lot and then a couple streets around the parking lot um so i don't know if that's what they meant by that because there is places around there to do something like that but i don't like i don't get it and just a little background on this international speedway corp bought land in staten island back in the early 2000s when they first got the new york city bug up their ass um, but that was abandoned because they didn't get any local support, so I don't know how they think they're getting local support now, but apparently they are. And they're also considering Seattle and Denver for new races, still no cities in Ohio, but uh, you know, yeah, but I mean, who wants to go to Ohio? And then uh, Canada and Mexico have also showed interest in hosting races, which yeah. I like canada the little road uh the formula one course around uh montreal
2: is a pretty nice course
3: yeah. um i'm all for that
2: i would be down for a loose lug nut special pod edition from montreal we've got a road I, now we can get
3: someone to translate it in uh french canadian
2: yeah I hear we're big in quebec so that's good
3: back yeah. in the day i had a uh i had an old uh like 89 volvo station wagon and i you there's parts of the because it's a street, like, during the year, like the, the Montreal Grand, uh, Grand Prix course. and But you could see the red and white chicanes. So I took the car around, you know, and it went up on the chicane to a little bit of wheel hopping in the old uh, Volvo <laughs> station wagon, the, the shagging wagon. So, you know. How'd that go? Yeah, you know, I felt like Jacques Villeneuve.
1: <laughs> uh in other news track houses turned down some toyota overtures uh they're sticking with chevy before the clash our friend from toyota racing development said they have some good irons on the fire and they're really looking to add to its cup series lineup for 2024 right now they have six cars between tw- uh joe gibbs racing and 2311 uh he would like nine or ten as the sweet spot yeah so that would mean either adding two smaller teams
3: or try to get a big fish, which I don't know if any of the big fish are willing to
1: change. So I don't know. I don't know where he goes. Yeah, I guess the only one you could see maybe switch would maybe be GMS. Yeah, Rick Ware. Yeah, we're I was going to say, is Rick is Rick Ware interested? Yeah, but he's gonna he's gonna sell Junior, and there will there'll be Chevy. Yeah, so it'll it'll be interesting. I don't. Yeah, Spire. Maybe you get Spire, but does yeah. that really move your needle at all? But uh, the U.S. Air Force Thunderbirds are going to perform the flyover before the Daytona 500. It will be the 13th consecutive year, uh, and it's also the 70th year of the Thunderbirds and 75 years of NASCAR. Yeah, I've never really figured out if
3: one is better, Thunderbirds or Blue Angels. They got any? Have they done any testing on that? Who's the better air aerial? I think I've only seen the probably.
2: I've only seen the Blue Angels. I've never seen the Thunderbirds, but the Blue Angels deal pretty cool.
3: Yeah, they're over there in Pensacola. You'll be spending yeah. a week in Pensacola. Maybe you can see them. Maybe they're doing their spring training runs. Oh or yeah, or up there for the soccer tournament. They're usually doing their that weekend. They do their last uh, show of the year for all the people in Pensacola. I've never gotten to go because we either lose or we win. So either home early or home late. So
2: that was part of my youth when we would go to the aren't good Orange Beach. We would drive to Pensacola in the summers for, for on the Wednesday. It was the Blue Angels practice. You watch them practice out of the Air Force Base. It was oh, pretty cool. Well, I guess I'm team I'm team uh, uh, Blue Angels.
1: Yeah, it'd be cool to see him like shoot down a Chinese balloon, maybe.
2: Well, buckle up.
1: <laughs> Over Canada. <laughs> yeah. Uh Kyle Bush coming back to the Xfinity series, despite saying he was done. Uh he will be filling in for five races in the number 10 since Landon Castle is unable to find funding for a full year. He's running uh the spring race at his home track of Las Vegas, as well as Phoenix, Charlotte, Watkins, Glen, and Darlington. Uh has 102 wins in the series. Yep, didn't run at all last year, and uh, but he's back. So mark me that. down for how he's going to win all those races. Yeah, and then uh, more news on a colleague
3: in the number 10 car. Uh, AJ Allmendinger is also going to run some number cars. <laughs> Anybody but Landon Castle is going to run that car because <laughs> Justin Haley's running Daytona uh, in the number 10. So uh, Dinger is going to run Coda, also expected to run four other races to get to his max of five. They haven't said what those are. He's run 82 X-ray races for Colligan, has a pretty impressive 13 wins in those
1: 82 races. So well, uh, Thorsport signed their youngest driver ever, 16-year-old Connor Jones, signed a multi-year contract that will have him running nine races this season in the number 66 truck. He'll make his Martinsville debut. Uh, on April 1st uh, a yeah. uh, little number change I,
3: I noticed at Thor Sport uh, Ty Majewski is going to the 98 so he won't be in the 66 don't get confused I know I would have been uh, <laughs> so Christian Eckes isn't back so the 98 was free and apparently uh, uh, what's
1: his nuts then like the number 66 yeah Ty Majewski yeah uh, Emerlin Gates Motorsports announces they'll have Natalie Decker run select races for their Xfinity and Arca Menard series teams. Uh, <laughs> good news for their guys in the shop as they'll have to work on uh, repairing tore up cars. Yeah,
3: I was looking up some stats <laughs> just to get some background on this. Her highlight season was 2019 when she crashed in eight of 19 truck races and had uh, her 32 career truck races. She has three lead lap finishes
1: so big signing yeah all right let's get into it we got the daytona 500 uh this will be on sunday but first we got the daytona 500 duels remember when they used to be sponsored by gatorade yeah Yeah. i actually did it in the wrong order they got qualifying first oh yeah wednesday
3: at 8 15 uh everything we say is eastern time just for future reference um, and what happens in the the qualifying is all it does is lock up the first two spots. Yeah. And then they'll separate them into two different thingies,
1: and then uh, we got the the duel. Yeah, yeah, the two different thingies Thomas is talking about is the duels. those will be Thursday, uh, seven pm on Fox Sports One and the Motor Racing Network. Then on Saturday or Sunday, excuse me, February nineteenth, two thirty pm, Fox MRN Sirius XM NASCAR it'll be 200 laps on the two and a half mile track 500 miles stages of 65 65 and 70 um uh, apparently this is a platinum artist slash songwriter breeland they will sing the national anthem it, do you mean like lee greenwood and you put i'm confused you no it's, it it's 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 breeland and
3: it's all caps like you're excited to say it um <laughs> I didn't look it up. There's only one Breland I know. Uh, There was a boxer, uh, Olympic boxer back in the day, Mark Breland. This is not him. I think he might even be dead. I think he, uh, I don't want to say used drugs. That wouldn't be right uh, unless I knew for sure. But uh, yeah, I don't know. What's this Breland? Look, someone looked this up. What what are they? Who do they do? He
2: is a hybrid. Hold on one second. Let me pull this He's
3: called the king of the
2: collabs. Ah. Oh. You he is an American you know. gospel singer and songwriter with a hybrid of country, rap, R&B, and soul music. Okay. Ah. Ah, his uh, 2019 debut single My Truck reached number 26 on the Hot Country Charts on Billboard and was also remixed with a Sam Hunt song before being called or being named certified platinum in January of 2021
1: this is peak uh i mean we're all in the pr business uh retired yeah in the uh press release they say breland's rendition of the star spangled banner will blend tradition with his signature modern sound creating a moment that will, that captures the energy of the great american race i might need to copy that for if uh, louisiana ever gets uh like a big time national anthem singer Anyway, uh, Mark Breland won five New York Gold Glove titles,
3: <laughs> surpassing Sugar Ray Robinson for the most ever uh, in the history of Golden Gloves. So. Uh,
1: pretty cool, though. Uh, somebody that I think everybody knows, Dirk's Bentley. He'll be the pre-concert act. We also got uh, Tony Stewart in the booth again. He'll be with Clint Boyer and Mike Joy. I'm going to pause you there.
3: Okay. I don't know if it's over-under, but closer to 69 or 420. How many times will Clint Boyer bring up that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl?
1: Uh, closer to 420. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, what do you think? How many times? What's the over/under on how many times Fox mentions that it's the 70th, 75th year of NASCAR?
3: More times than they'll mention that the next win is 100 for <laughs> uh, Wood Bros. Yeah. And somebody is saying Luke Hillen's telling
1: us he's going to win. Yeah, the Luke Hillen. Uh, not able to join the show, but he thinks uh, he would choose uh, Harrison Burton in his long shot. Wow! Uh, but we'll get to picks in a minute. Uh, non-charter entrance: six drivers looking for four spots. We got Chandler Smith in the number thirteen for College Racing. Front of Motorsports is putting Zane Smith in the number thirty-six. The Money Racing team is running at number fifty. It'll be driven by Connor Daly. Uh, Austin Hill will be wheeling the Beard Motorsports number sixty-two. Travis Pastrana in the number 67 for twenty-three eleven, And then Jimmy Johnson will be in the 84 for Legacy Motor Club. So we didn't explain all the way what happens in qualifying and duel.
3: Here's for all you novices out there, um, all you regular fans. So the first two spots locked up in qualifying also locks in two of the non-charter cars. So two of these six will be locked in. Then they have the first duel. And that is the running order for the inside lane. So how they finish is how the inside will be. And the winner of the highest charter car there that didn't qualify highest locks up to one spot. So one charter team is going to get knocked out in the first duel. One charter will get knocked out in the second duel. Uh, the second duel lines up the outside.
1: There so that's go. that's what they're racing for. So who's your uh, who's the two that's not going to make it?
3: I'm going to go Pastrana. I, I'm going the two guys that don't have NASCAR experience. I'm going Daly and Pastrana. That's who I was thinking.
2: I was actually thinking Connor Daly. And um, this is going to be kind of a heartbreaker here. But You're thinking Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> Jimmy i think Johnson. Jimmy Johnson.
1: Yeah. <laughs> wow. That would be something. Uh, last year, Austin Cindric and also our good friend, Pat Gray, won the Daytona 500 Uh, Austin Dillon won the fall race. Uh, Not many remember, but Austin Sendrick also finished third in the fall race. He was the only driver to finish in the top five of both races. Uh, Austin Sendrick, Kyle Busch, and David Reagan finished in the top 10 of both races. Michael McDowell leads all drivers in lead lap finishes with seven in the last 10 races. Uh, also, in the last ten races, Alex Bowman leads drivers uh, running at the finish with nine. That's always important because to win, you got to be running at the finish. Austin Dillon, Bubba Wallace, and Martin Truex uh, have finished have been running at the finish in eight races. Uh, Austin Cindric beat Bubba Wallace, Chase Briscoe in third, and Ryan Blaney in fourth last year. Cindric uh, and Keselowski led all drivers in the drivers' rating. So I got a question for you. I might have an answer.
3: Both of you guys, Austin Sindrick winning. I've looked up Daytona 500s and it seems like the person who wins is either great, like Jimmy Johnson, whatever, or it's one of the only two races they win in their whole career.
1: What do we think Austin Sindrick? I think he's, Oof. I don't think he's like a, a schlep or one, somebody that's going to win one or two times. I think yeah. he's going to be an above average driver uh, I mean, obviously he's had success in Xfinity, uh, with his dad being as involved, uh, in Penske. I think there's a very good chance. I don't know if he would win a championship, but I mean, I think he's a championship caliber type driver. So the thing
2: is though, is I was looking this up just a second ago. The last, I think we're thinking this way a little bit. Cause Michael McDowell won in 2021. If you go back to 22 or 2005, 2003, only Michael Waltrip, Jamie McMurray, Trevor Bain, and then I, I'm Austin Dillon, and the, then Michael McDowell. They didn't win a championship. So basically, yeah. two out of three guys that won the race won a championship somewhere yeah. in their career in the last twenty years. Very so like, good. what if what if I told you like he's more like in the Matt Kenseth, Greg Biffle mode? Maybe?
1: Okay. yeah. I just think it's kind of because he was a rookie last year. So it's like his first race. He went to the granddaddy of them all. And then he really didn't do like he never won again.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and not I to say
1: that he had like a bad year, but there was like races where you just wouldn't even see him. And yeah. Then, I
2: don't I don't think he's Derek Cope. Like where he, <laughs> where he the it's funny because
3: I, I made a list here. Here's, here's the list I made. I just okay. went through. I got Derek Cope. Uh, 1990 uh, he wins on uh, one of only two career races he won yep. we got sterling marlin 93 94 those are two of his 10 wins were uh daytona 500 he also
2: he also kicked his own fender at the Daytona. yeah i was going to mention also that because
3: that's the one ward burton won. Ward
2: Burton won. yeah
3: ward burton he only won five races and that was the one yeah, there was five laps left. There's a red flag. Marlon gets out. He's kicking his fender or whatever. his
2: quarter panel.
3: So he's not in the start. Uh, he doesn't start first. Instead, Ward Burton wins. Um, and then I got Trevor Bain and Michael McDowell. They're only one win. Michael uh, Waltrip. King of the Schle- <laughs> I love Michael Waltrip, too. But he's got two of his four wins were Daytona 500s. His other wins, August, Daytona, and Talladega. And then you have Austin Dillon has one win at the Daytona 500. Also has an August Daytona win. And then if you take the Firecracker 400 into account, you got Greg Sachs and John Andretti. Both their only wins uh, happen there. Uh, David Reagan. He, David Reagan, Ricky Stenhouse, and Jimmy Spencer all have two wins. One came at Daytona, one came at Talladega. Wow,
2: Jimmy Spencer, that's a name I have heard in forever.
3: And then Justin Haley has the double whammy of winning a shortened race at Daytona. That's the double wild card. And then Eric Amarola, three wins, one at Talladega, one at uh, Daytona, and then a shortened New Hampshire race. So those are – Yeah. And it, it, it confuses me. I get it's the first race of the year. And I've said, it's so random that your biggest race could be won by a rando. Like I brought it up in the original podcast I did by myself. <laughs> oh, yeah, that,
1: I think that's the terminology you used.
3: Yeah. I mentioned uh, Sam Horn, baseball player, opening day, hit three home runs. Never to be seen again. That's what I equate. Oh, some of these guys win in the uh, Daytona 500. And the August race is at the same track and doesn't mean nearly as much
1: yeah it just and a lot of times well, it's it only full well, it's only 400 miles a lot can happen in 500 or an extra hundred yeah, well, and a
3: lot of times it means more because you're closer to the cutoff though or
1: you're it you're getting, is now yeah. yeah yeah so i yeah
3: the whole thing confuses me but who are we picking
1: tyler you go first
2: uh winner um uh, gosh i've really been thinking more about my long shot uh Winner. I'm actually going to go a little out of the mainstream here. Let me pull my list up really quick. I apologize. Uh, yeah, there it is. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Ross Chastain. Uh, he's he's like sixteen to one on the odds. We talked about it last week. What does Trackhouse do? Do they take off, have another really good year, or is it kind of just like a middling, they're up and down year? I think they're going to start off really hot. They've actually ran pretty well at Daytona for the most part. The whole key is, is he can't wreck somebody. So okay. hold on to your seats, folks. But um, I'll pick Ross Chastain. I think he's uh, I think he's a good pick at this one. And, uh, has run well at Daytona in the past. Well,
3: and every year, the last two laps is just like one huge hail melon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> just got to make it to the last two laps.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to pick Bubba Wallace. Last three races at Daytona, finished 11th, second, and second. Uh, I mentioned it last week, too, in our clash recap. He had a great weekend out in L.A. I don't think he got the appreciation and love that he should have. Um, but we've really seen him do well at the super speedways, especially Daytona. Uh, I'm going to go with Bubba. What do we have to do to have Bubba Wallace
3: put on the official NASCAR stuff instead of Daryl Wallace Jr.? Because <laughs> about
1: once a month I see Daryl Wallace Jr. I'm like, who the hell is that? and then it takes me a while to remember well it pisses me off because i still play the nascar heat game on the playstation and it says daryl wallace jr and i'm like i don't know who this is <laughs> and
2: you go. oh bubba.
1: yeah and then i'm like oh it's bubba did so you change
2: his number in the middle of the year too like 23x out did last year too or well in the video game he's
1: still in the 43
2: so. oh okay still driving the old stp huh yeah so i am going denny hamlin Uh, Last
3: 12 super speedways, he leads all drivers with uh, five top or six top fives. Got to be in the top five to win. And uh, he also has the top driver average in those races, uh, 91.3, edging out Chase Elliott. So, You're
2: you're reverting back to like the law of averages that two out of three times a cup champion or cup championship contender wins his race. Yeah,
3: and he had that run uh where he won like three out of five didn't he yeah yeah so he gets three out of six. okay
1: hey, uh long shots tyler i'll let you go first again okay fine
2: uh i will i'm gonna pick a guy who actually stays on the track at daytona uh and that's gonna be alex bowman
1: uh, okay he, well, a he little is... bit of a long shot oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like 25 to one Well, uh,
1: last week, one of you said he wasn't any good. I forgot which one that might've been me. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't, yeah, know, I used,
1: I don't know if I use those exact terms, but he
2: drives for Hendricks and I have a soft spot for Hendricks at Daytona. Um, so I'm going to go Alex Bowman. No, he stays on the track. Uh, he, I think he's finished the last nine races. Um, he's got a couple top tens. Uh, we'll see. It's Hendrick. Hendrick hasn't won a 500 in a while. So it'd be kind of nice to see that happen um and he is uh the 48 has pretty good luck there so let's see if he can do it with those guys I almost went Ryan Priest guys just to ride the hot hand from the clash but I couldn't do it
1: yeah that, I feel like that's going to be the popular pick over oh, Ryan sure. Priest. um Jones. another name yeah Eric Jones Eric who Jones. Thomas picked as as long shot every other week with <laughs> the other half being Brad Keselowski uh <laughs> I don't know like I was talking to Luke this weekend he you know he's a big fan of the Harris Burton I just think there's so many guys and there's so much, so much stuff that can happen at Daytona, especially the super speedways. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit off the wall. I don't know if it's my long shot to win, but a long shot that definitely finish in the top ten, maybe threaten a little bit, and that's Corey LaJoy. Whoa. Oh wow! He's always uh, up there, and yeah, he's got so, an
3: insurance. He's got an
1: insurance policy. I don't know if he knows. That <laughs> you
2: the, can uh, get Corey groups. LaJoy at a hundred to one at your local.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, and I think, if, I think I think I. You can bet on NASCAR legally, uh, while being an NCAA employee. So I might put like ten dollars in him to finish in the top ten. Because listen here, Day, with excluding, uh, the last race at Daytona. So that was what the August race. Um, he had gotten into an accident, finished thirtieth, but before that he finished fourteenth, sixteenth, and ninth. Not too bad. And then even before that, in the uh August twenty twenty race, uh, finished twenty first. So he's improved. Uh, Got into an accident in the August race, but I kind of like him to uh, sneak in. Definitely in the top 10.
3: I am going to go, and it's weird because he's going to be in the Xfinity race, and I'm not picking him in the Xfinity race. But I got Austin Hill. uh, Beard Motorsports can usually put a fast car on the track. Austin won the uh, February Xfinity race here last year. And the last two cup winners at Daytona were named Austin. Oh. Austin Cindric, Austin uh, Dillon, and I had him uh, edging out my other pick. I was thinking about his Dinger, who absolutely hates racing here. He always says he hates racing here, but he always finishes in the top five. Uh, he had four top fives
1: in his last five Xfinity Super Speedway races. So. I just love all the like because you we could pick like every like you could say Ricky Stenhouse is going to do well here. You could say. Could 10 other not? drivers yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean like there's so many things that yeah. can happen and like kyle larson is one that i could see doing well here like there's so many different things that can happen that's why i love uh the super speedway racing so we got uh xfinity it's, it's not like texas motor speedway where you can't pass unless it's on pit road that's a jab at your guys's home track You so live what's in yours texas? like what's the
3: closest to you i think yeah, still, i think California. i think texas motor
2: speedway so the yeah, uh, unless, there,
3: chief. unless <laughs> they put something in uh hammond
2: what's <laughs> <I, unless laughs> a race in Texarkana, i didn't know yeah, yeah.
3: so the I'll the race one of my favorite names of a race beef period it's what's for dinner period 300 i like that so it's going to be Saturday. It's going to be 5 p.m. It's going to be 120 laps. That means it's, I'm doing the math 300 miles. Stages, oh, that's what the 300 means. Uh, stages of 30, 30, 60. It'll be on FS1, um, MRN, and, uh, and Sirius XM. There's going to be 44 cars entered. That means six poor souls are going home empty handed. Only bushwhackers. Uh, sort of our Justin Haley, uh, he's going to be in the number 10 for colleague and Riley Herbst who's uh, running cup for Rick Ware racing, uh, there's some other one-offs, but nothing really, uh, I didn't think worth mentioning, uh, unless we mentioned them all. Uh, so last season, uh, as we said, Austin Hill won the February race. Timmy Hill came in second. A lot of us think Timmy Hill got screwed. There was something with the wreck, and we thought Timmy should have won. At least I did. I don't remember that. There you go. Um, AJ Allmendinger, <laughs> AJ Allmendinger, who isn't in the uh, ten car for college, uh, finished second and third in the two races last year. He's the only driver who was in the top five in both races. So, um, that's all I got. Like, it was hard to do research. The so NASCAR news and notes don't come out till uh, Wednesday, and you guys got Valentine's Day dates with each other. and Yeah. We're
1: taping a little early. But uh, <laughs> so who do you guys got for winners? I'll go first in the Xfinity, Tyler, if that's all right with you. Thank you, Evan. Uh, I'm going to go Justin Allgaier. Uh, he's got a lot of experience, Race here 24 times. Finished uh, running at the finish 16 times. He's got 10 top 10s, 6 top 5s. Still looking for that elusive win, though.
2: like it uh I am going to go with our good buddies at RCR I'm gonna pick Sheldon Creed
1: I was thinking about him too. oh my gosh you guys I think
2: RCR is gonna run really well uh I I like the Austin Hill pick but I'm gonna actually go with Sheldon Creed
1: I thought about it because I think you know if you remember back to last week's episode I talked about how good I think he's gonna be this year but I didn't want to be uh, you know, this is a Sheldon Creed podcast only. I still love uh junior motorsports. I always want to call it DEI. Yeah, same. We'll let you. The real I mean, one. I'm yeah. not gonna call I'm not
3: gonna call Legacy
2: Motor Club.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so
2: well, it, was, it was between Sam Mayer and Sheldon Creed in my book. That was the two, and that's yeah. my junior motorsports tie game. But yeah, I'll take the two car.
3: I'm going with the irony, uh, pick here, uh, Riley Herbst, he ran three full-time Xfinity seasons, could not get a win. I think he gets one here running as a, as like a pseudo bushwhacker, um, out of, uh, all the racers in the field, he has a second best driver rating average behind Justin Haley. So not bad. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Wrap it all up. We got what's always my favorite the truck race. I know uh, Evan is not a truck fan, very sad. It's, they're usually just uh, balls to the wall. Uh, it's the next era energy 250. It's gonna be Friday night, uh, 7 Next era or
1: next era? Era, era,
0: era. era.
3: <laughs> they, they make it's not the company that makes the hats, that's new era. Um. <laughs> it's gonna be 7 30 eastern uh, for those of you who know don't know vince welch not back oh really yeah they jettisoned him i think uh alexander and uh jamie little will be uh sharing the truck races for
1: fs1 um so sorry vince it was good knowing you like i liked him better like he he always seemed like he loved the trucks and then they were just like yeah you can handle the race hub and that's yeah it. so he uh yeah i liked him when he was on pit road
3: i didn't think he was as good of a booth announcer but he was excited you know yeah i'll miss him saying sheldon creed for the
2: lead
0: <laughs> um,
3: 100 laps 250 miles stages of 20, 20 60 this is one of those things man you uh you have a, a stage one or stage two where there's like five laps under green which is always my favorite we got 42 entrants. Once again, six poor souls going home. We got some bushwhackers. Corey LaJoy, Chase Elliott. Also, have Parker Kligerman and Sammy Smith coming down from Xfinity. And Travis Pastrana also in the race. The last two truck winners opened the season uh, with wins at Daytona and then went on to win the title. Zane Smith last season, Ben Rhodes 2021. So maybe a harbinger of things to come. Uh, those are two of the active race winners in the race. The only other active race winner, Grant Enfinger, who won in 2020. Of all the drivers at three or more races here, Ben Rhodes and Zane Smith have the highest average finish. They both uh, 9.3, and then Enfinger has the highest average driver rating,
1: 104.6. I really wanted to go with Chase Elliott to win this one. Uh, but I'm gonna go with Ben Rhodes. He's got three top tens the last five races, including that win that you mentioned that won him the championship. There you go.
2: Uh, I uh, was also thinking about Chase Elliott, and then I thought, nah. And then I thought, let's go with somebody who's been a truck series champ. Let's go Zane Smith. Oh, repeat winner back to back, winner back to back. Yeah, got a little cup action too. Let's, but I like Zane Smith there. ThorSport grant runs really well at Daytona. So, um, it was kind of, so between...
3: why not Haley?
2: Well, it was going to be Ben Rhodes. If it wasn't Zane Smith. Sorry, Haley.
3: I am going, uh, Grant Enfinger. uh, when he raced here last year, he was still getting acquainted with the uh, GMS. I think with a full year under his belt, I think he's going to fly and get back in the winner's circle. And it's, I mean, it's big in the other races, the uh, other series, but it's huge in the truck races. Cause there's a lot less races in the regular season. Get that win in and you're done. You could just coast. You don't have to worry about getting bumped because the number of winners like poor Austin syndrome at the end of the year <laughs> was like biting his nails at the end of the regular season. A uh, lot less truck races you can win. So that's uh that's, I'm not going to say that's it. Cause I am going to record my own paint scheme thingy when they come out on Wednesday and I'll drop it in here. Uh, I'm giving uh, our listeners a listen to how the sausage is made.
2: They call that a tease in the business. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So so I will stop recording now. So we're just going to go quickly into some paint schemes for Daytona weekend. Uh, First of all, Legacy Motorsports coming out swinging. They got two great schemes. We got uh, Noah Gregson in the Wendy's, uh, number 42. It's got a big-ass burger on the front. Looks real juicy. And then the one that uh, was all on social media the other day, Guns N' Roses car for number 43, Eric Jones. Pretty sharp. I don't know what they're uh, promoting, but uh, I think they can make the money up in... uh, guy cast sales with that one. I think I'm going to get one myself. Um, a lot of fans have noticed though. Not much Petty Blue to be found in the number 43 these days. Legacy uh, Motor Club continuing to uh, kill Richard Petty off. I'm going uh, number 34. Uh, love's Michael McDowell it is an underrated season-long paint scheme. They do a really good job with the uh, number shift up front. Looks pretty sharp. Really like the, uh, this week, the Riley Herbst and the uh, Sunny D number 15 for Rick Ware Racing. So anybody from Sunny D's listening uh, we will take some uh, Sunny D Zero. If you can ever figure out how to make that, I'll drink all of it. Special edition FedEx car for the number 11. Uh, it honors FedEx's 50th anniversary. Denny Hamlin uh, driving that car looks pretty sharp. Really like what uh, Travis Pastrana coming out in the black rifle coffee number 66 or 67, excuse me. It has a black plaid look looks really sharp. And then we always love uh, Daniel Suarez who uh, just signed an extension. We'll talk about that next week on the uh, news recap, but he's in the ad uh, number 99 orchid lounge Chevy looks really cool. Going down the Xfinity. Only one that really stood out. Uh, uh big machine racing both their cars number five with jade buford number 48 uh with parker kligerman has a much cleaner looking spiked coolers car this year looks a lot sharper than the ones in the past going to the trucks I really like raja Karuth honoring the wendell scott foundation and then tanner gray and then number 15 dead on tools so uh, those are the cars to look for this weekend and uh, and then I'm gonna re-record and pretend like you guys just didn't want to give a pain scheme. So that's it for the uh, today's episode. Uh, you guys
1: all excited? What kind of uh, food you get to eat while watching the race? Uh, I know I don't know about food, but I know I'm gonna have an ice cold uh, Bud Light. Not Bush though, even though they had the best commercial last night. Yeah. on Sunday in the Super Bowl. Bush is back. It left. Yep. Well, I re
3: open opening, like, I was going to uh, give it a rest, because a lot of people say I'm like a tape recorder, and I say the same things over and over, and you, like, you push the button, and I, but, so I, every time I open a can of anything, I say bush. I was going to get rid of it, get something fresh, but after that commercial with Sarah McLaughlin and the, what was that, a wolf? <laughs> he goes, wrong shelter there, Sarah. Also, that's a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> i uh a little upset. Brookshire Brothers, I went there from the softball field. I wanted to get some four-piece chicken to take home and watch the Super Bowl. They were dead out of any chicken at all. Like there was a run on chickens. Everybody um, had your idea, man. So I will probably uh, get some Chinese food, watch a little Daytona 500. Nothing oh, wow. says Daytona like a little takeout
2: Chinese.
1: Yeah.
2: What are you going to have there? It'll be a, uh, I don't know what uh, snacks I'll have, but it'll definitely be an ice cold Coca-Cola uh, like the winter drinks in the winter circle.
3: There you Ooh. go. So that is it. Everybody enjoy uh, and get ready. Buckle up because we got 36
1: races in the next. ten 37, months? 37 weeks.
3: They only take one week off.
1: Yeah. Father's Day. Oh, I thought they took two off. Oh, maybe there's another one, but since there's no Olympics.
3: I hope I can do it, man. (laughs) I got a lot less baseball games I have to watch, so I think I can make it. But uh, it was good uh, talking to everyone again. We'll be back uh, sometime next week. Recap what had happened. Can't wait. Uh, All righty. We're going to take it out with a little bit of, uh, you know, the song. It's Bobby Hillen Jr.
0: grew up in texas where football was my game until that racing fever started burning in my brain started running mini stocks when i was 13 and won a short track championship when i was just 16 i met a man named harry and he built a car for me sponsored by granddaddy hill and strillin My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Given me the brakes. I must admit she smiled a bit, but it's me that runs the race. Now you can't be a champion, the luck or circumstance. But I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance. Thank, Thank you, you for the ride, Harry High. And now I've got the vote.